Have you ever thought about immortality or time travel or how you could upload your consciousness into a hard drive and live in a virtual world forever or how you could be superman and fly across seas saving lives and doing good well at some point in time we've all found ourselves having these amazing radical crazy thoughts that might be out of a sci-fi movie but have you ever wondered if one day these could come true well the whole point of human evolution is to expand our horizons and find new frontiers you know what 3d animations actually help us realize this dream something that doesn't exist screw that i'll model it i'll animate it render it and i'll bring it to life we as humans have the power to do this right now sitting in front of our computers or laptops bring those solutions to life that used to feel like something out of a sci-fi flick or a well-crafted animation movie technologies like augmented reality and virtual reality are set to change the way we perceive the world around us forever remember edith from far from home <laughs> imagine that being a household item soon enough except maybe summoning the drones to kill your bullies or those who try to steal your girl the point is things of the future are already here and it's very very real so today on the engineer project we are talking about sci-fi and immortality this week on the final episode of season 1 we have a very exceptional guest with us he calls himself a transhumanist which is a philosophical movement that advocates for the transformation of the human condition to enhance human intellect and physiology he's also an entrepreneur and the co-founder and ceo of avalon labs the author of the best selling book pajama profit and a very very brilliant person who has inspired me to be always at my A game and put my best foot forward so without further ado allow me to welcome varun maya hi varun sir i'm so psyched to have you here on the engineer project likewise dude uh i'm so glad to be talking to you you, you know you have been a mentor a guide and an inspiration to me and a lot of avalonians who have been following you for a very long time mhm and uh, i'm in love with your podcast zero where you talk about such a broad spectrum of topics so what was your inspiration behind being a transhumanist as you say and uh, how did you broaden your horizons while growing up see um i have this theory right that when people grow up they become what they what their environment was when they were very young so between the ages of 5 to 10 formative years extremely formative years yeah whatever you consume at that point you end up becoming that when you're older and i've seen this multiple times right i've seen this with billionaires who have spent time with uh, i've seen this with uh, people like for example mohandas pai so eventually you know you you kind of move into uh the kind of things you liked or your environment or what your parents told you to do when you were very young now for me yeah. what happened when i was really really young was i was essentially exposed to computing i was exposed to the early era of games of mm-hmm. the early era of uh, 
the internet you know dial up internet connection so i was exposed to all of that and uh, you know i feel like as i grow older i i stick more and more to my roots which is to be a a technologist and as to broadening my horizons i you know for me it doesn't seem like it's something different than anything else would do like i'm constantly curious i i like to learn new things i like to put my hands on i feel like i don't understand something if i just read about it so yeah. i do it i try to you know if if, if it's however difficult is it, it is if it's on a computer or even if it's real life i do it mm-hmm. uh, i'll give you an example right one of the things i know i'm bad at is cooking because i've tried it multiple times and okay it's just i i don't get the hang of it right so yeah uh but then you know cooking is a science just like everything else it's just that maybe i'm not that interested into it so because i've tried a wide variety of thing and i've spent you know some amount of time with all of those things i know what i'm good at what i'm bad at and i know the general direction and the general direction is technology right so so that's why it's not like broadening horizons or anything like that it's just i really like um i really like spending time with tech especially if it's new tech i'll be there yeah so um you know just yesterday i was talking to a friend who was saying that you know there is a lot of initial inertia when you're starting something out you know you feel like you know there are 100 or 1000 more people doing it how would i be different why should i do it or you know how would i make a mark let's say you're starting out coding and uh, you want to build a website and you just know that there are a lot of better people who are there it better in designing better in coding so what would you tell people you know who have this inertia uh, who do not start out something just because they think that there are better people around them well there's a stat right i don't know if it's a true stat or not because okay. i've just heard it said but i think jordan peterson was the one that uh, first made this claim the average person in the world the average person okay. has not created even one thing mm-hmm. can you believe that not created even one thing excluding children right not created oh, yeah. even one thing right they haven't created a meal in their life they have actually you know i think the better way to segment the, i think the way jordan peterson meant that was not created one creative thing in their life right okay which is which is crazy and if you go to think about it you feel like oh shit there's so many other and, and i've seen people who've had this right oh there's so many other marketers out there there's so many other coders out there so many other mm-hmm. game designers out there you know what's the point of me doing it yeah. and i keep telling people that dude like 99% of those people are stuck at beginner level right their jobs don't let them do what they're good at i mean what they really like doing and that's a good thing for you because if you get good at it uh, and you cross that beginner stage you cross the intermediate stage then you'll realize that the competition at the top there are not too many people at the top to be very honest in yeah. in any field all right so we all know that you build jobspire from scratch and there's a stat that i just read that avalon meta raised a uh, 420 100000 dollars mm-hmm. in february which is huge so your journey till now has been you know absolutely phenomenal so what was your motivation for starting up and uh, what what would be your advice for uh, budding entrepreneurs i see i started up for very different reasons right like when i did sizer it's just i didn't want to freelance alone yeah that's all i didn't want to sell t-shirts alone and then i didn't want to freelance alone so it's okay. just really company more than anything it was not like i couldn't do it alone it was just it's boring doing it alone so i guess my motivation was i i want to do it with friends and same thing with avalon you know when we started avalon 3 3 and a half years ago yeah uh, i just didn't want to do it alone i wanted some good people to do it with and with avalon i wanted to be different from jobspire right i actually wanted to try my hands at many different things in fact yeah. uh, one of the 
strangest things which it scares a lot of other people right but especially people looking into the company and they're like wow you know you've you've done this and then you did this and then you did this it, it looks like avalon is a clueless company like the the first segment of avalon but we were profitable we did it without any sort of venture capital um made millions of dollars uh, but more importantly i think we had fun we tried a lot of things we failed a lot of things we won a lot of things and then finally we found our winner we found meta right and yeah. in fact meta is is actually 6 7 months old and as soon as we we knew that we were on to something big that's when we moved to meta and exactly and and in the goal the goal with meta is different from the goal that we had for any of the other businesses with any yeah. of the other businesses it was always you know we'll try we'll experiment if it works we'll scale it it was a very scientific process to experimentation is a lot of experimentation yeah um but with um avalon meta it's like we we were very focused towards replacing the indian education system right so it's a different it's what powers avalon meta is not what powered avalon it's still the same people so it's the same attitude towards thing but it's more bounded right there's a box around what we can and cannot do right with avalon yeah. if i said if i told shashank dude we need to invest in this protein powder company shashank would say well if it makes sense let's do it but we don't do any of that nonsense at meta but we needed those 3 years at avalon to just chill we were young man we wanted to experiment we wanted to try different things so that's that's what yeah. it was about but meta is very focused it's super focused on on education yeah i've been following meta for 3 months so can you explain the idea behind avalon meta and how are you creating a better educational ecosystem for people out there so here's the thing right i i hate the current educational system i think it's completely it's, it's just bad right yeah. in the sense it has no correlation with any sort of um, output right so by by education system i want to break down the education system we're not replacing the entire education system we're not replacing medicine we're not replacing research colleges yeah. uh, i can't help a mechanical engineer do his work better um, but there are certain roles certain digital roles especially roles that are really good after this entire coronavirus thing yeah. uh, which are relevant which are going to make a lot of money it's going to be very content driven the future yeah right whether it be digital content or you know training whatever it is it's going to be very digital and uh meta is essentially geared towards those roles we think if you go to college for 4 years for those roles by the time you're done with college after 4 years the world would have completely changed you can't predict a corona you can't predict anything right yeah. so you might as well get prepped fast so meta courses uh we expect you to finish them in a few weeks and then we have something called mentorships which we expect you to finish within 6 to 8 months it's more like you work with a team uh yeah and that's that's about it we're trying to replace the entire education system trying to get the best teachers you know this meta is actually modeled on the wwe you you've heard of the wwe yeah yeah so meta is actually modeled, yeah so i think uh, you know meta is modeled around the wwe we've got celebrity teachers that people really want to listen to people um you know it's like in a way that it's entertainment but at the same time it's education right so yeah. we have our own stone cold steve austin our own <laughs> the undertaker that's yeah. that's what i'm trying to create and that's the been the pitch since day one to everybody internally everybody internally already knows this right but the goal is to create solid education but how we create it i mean we have that freedom to make it entertaining that's i think what our goal is with meta yeah and i think it's working because meta has created such a huge following in such a short amount of time you know it shows that people are interested in this uh, in this idea so now comes the fun bit you know i've been a fan of the work of uh, isaac asimov and the likes and you know growing up with role models like iron man watching star trek and star wars i've always wondered how cool would it be to have you know exoskeletons 
your robots walking among us as equals and you know if time travel could be real so growing up uh, what was the one thing that intrigued and excited you the most growing up uh, i really loved playing games man i'm a video yeah. gamer i've yeah. been playing games since since i was i don't know in my nappies or something <laughs> whenever i got a computer uh, yeah. before that I, i had a game boy uh, so it's just actually the game boy was it, it was a second hand game boy from a friend of mine who was just like you know take it um <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm a gamer i i yeah. love gaming and everything that i do is inspired by gaming in some way or the other so that's that's been your whole motivation all throughout you know 100% yeah so uh, you know uh, we just talked about colleges and we all know that you uh, hate you know conventional colleges and you know them shelling out so much money out of a student uh, so can you give us a glimpse into your college life exactly and you know what were some critical turning points or milestones that change your perspective forever so there are two parts to college right the first part is you know the actual studying which i think i got scammed right and then there's obviously the friends and stuff that i made in college which you know yeah. no nothing it's very hard to replace that that's true that's right? okay. so i'm trying to you know kind of make that differentiation quickly that mm-hmm. you know there are two parts to college and uh, firstly the, the part of education i mean my teachers i don't mean to like say bad things about them or anything but they were not mm-hmm. very useful like it's like their impact on my career is negligible and in yeah. fact i saw a lot of like i, I used to always my parents used to always tell me you know to you need to respect your teachers this and that whatever but you know i found that my teachers were very ego driven considering you know we were making money in the third semester and the teachers were very ego driven they were just like oh so you're already they already knew i mean they knew i was running sizer because it was kind of a popular company in college mm-hmm. and they'd always taunt me with it and i'd be like this is a teacher who you know is supposed to be happy for his student success or whatever yeah. right but the teachers instead were taunting me for running you know sizer so it was strange dude I, and yeah. it was it was unexpected and after that i lost respect for for teaching and i realized that you know some people will still disagree with me on this i i have no idea why but i think people in india at least people who go into teaching especially after they've done a science degree or some some sort of stem degree mm-hmm. they're just like the bottom of the pile unless you're at an iit or some like really good college and even there you have the question of oh these people are old because if you were young and you were good at what you did you'd work at uber or you'd work at facebook or something i mean you make 10 times the amount of money that a teacher is making so i feel it's like Precisely. it's it's actually a, like people say right education is too expensive i think it's not expensive enough right i'm talking about quality education right because yeah. uh, if if you really want the best then you have to be able to afford to pay the best but luckily there's a there's an alternative to that which is internships right you can yeah. actually get to work with the best for completely free but you know you basically trade your time and and you have to show some output which which the company values right so yeah. you know we i found that it was kind of useless and uh, they had their own ego issues and tantrums and stuff so my college there wasn't very good but then again on the you know on the interpersonal side i learned a lot i made a lot of friends um in yeah. fact some of those friends that you know i'm still very close to um so so yeah that there's obviously that and that's i think a very critical part of education which mm-hmm. you know i am as as i get older and as we build meta i understand how critical that is which is why you see us working so hard in the community right because we know that if you don't build a solid community you you can't build an educational platform you can't just learn courses in isolation this is not coursera or something right where exactly. 
I mean, the Coursera, the course completion rate is like 5%. On Meta, it's like north of 80%. It's north of 80% on Meta because you have the community. There's that drive because everyone else is creating. You get FOMO. Like, I think we've learned how to do it very well and people have yeah. made friends on Meta. It's just, it's wonderful to see. It's, it was the intention. It was the goal. We just, I wasn't sure how it would work out, but it has worked out extremely yeah. well. And obviously this was not possible pre-internet, right? So Pre-internet, if I told you education is useless, you should have slapped me on the face. But uh, <laughs> post-internet, I think it's completely yeah. different, and I think we are we are in a good place with, with the internet. I think exactly. And with Corona, the whole ecosystem has changed entirely. I mean, classes are going on online, and you know, everyone, literally everyone, is in front of a screen right now. Yeah, that's the thing. So, what would you tell an undergrad student right now who's just starting or his or her career? See, if it's if you're going to college for four years, let me just tell you, you're a fool, right? Like whoever you are, if you're going to college for anything other than medicine or research or some skill where you really need a lab and equipment or regulatory stuff, maybe law, going to college for four years is a, is a joke. And I'll tell you why the original idea of four-year college was invented because it's simply because to flatten out your fees, right? If it was your fees, if if you just tell a like a parent, bro, your fees are like uh, you know whatever five lakhs. In one year, yeah. parents wouldn't agree. But if you say it's five lakhs broken over four years, then they'll be like, okay, you know, that's that's more easy easy for me to generate that revenue over time. So it's more like an EMI side sort of system. But apart from that, there's no really good reason for a course to be four years. Yeah, that's true. And my advice to like a young grad would be, you know, just, I mean, look, are you serious about your career? Because if you're serious about your career, you'll do anything you can to, you know, make it do well and you'll also have to understand that listening to somebody else is not going to make your career for you right yeah. you need to take some experiments you know run run a few experiments fail a little bit on your own and college is too protected in an environment and the teachers are no way and the assignments i mean think about it right the people are just running around doing some stupid yeah. assignments that are not related to life exactly. how how do you think that's going to help and the thing is you know i know something right i know these people are smart i know the students are smart like you can't discount their intelligence. So the students know they're getting ripped off, right? That's the reason our movement is getting so much traction. It's because people know they're getting pissed off. It's not like um, we're in some echo chamber or it's an isolation thing. People relate to our cause because they know that the assignments they're doing is rubbish, right? My my brother, yeah. for example, he's he's in engineering college and he's in his last year. Otherwise, he would have kind of quit. And his thing is 10 a.m. in the morning, they wake him up, make him do assignments. 8 p.m. in the night, they make him submit an assignment. It's a joke. I mean, that's not how the real world works at all. There's no correlation. Zero. That's true. That's true. All right. Uh, so final question. And this is actually my personal favorite. I know you're a comic buff too. And uh, how much you love uh, comic characters. So which one would you rather be? Iron Man or Batman? I don't like either character, to be honest. You, you don't? No, I'm a Superman fan. You spoke about Superman. So why do you like Superman and why would you like to be him? I think Superman's problems are not physical. Superman problems are more like emotional. Yeah. Like, well, how do I, what's the dilemma of being a god? Like, think about it, right? Batman is a man trying to be a god. Superman is a god trying to be a man. Right? So yeah. I'll, I really like that contrast. And there are some comic books like uh, Kingdom Come, if you guys have ever read Kingdom Come which are just, you know, they're, they're, that's, it's actually a Superman comic, even though it's a Justice League comic. And okay. it's it's just, it's beautiful. It's it's such a good medley of Superman's forgiveness. And it reminds me a lot of my own life in 
as well like some situations in my life where you know you f- it's so easy to lash out right but you ha- you need to have that restraint especially when you're a god pretending yeah. to be a man so so yeah i really like superman and i love superman comics and that's Always. yeah so thank you so much varun sir for joining us here on the engineer project i hope meta changes the way we perceive education and it be uh, it brings tangible change to the education system i'm so so glad that you could join us here today and uh, i hope to be someone like you one day thank you so much that's a bad idea just be yourself uh, <laughs> you know we we all need our nuances if you become another me then you know what's the point Yeah, so, that's why I said someone like you, not you. Yeah, strive to be better. I'm definitely, not, definitely. Uh, uh, you know, the, the entire reason I teach is so that some day some guy comes and surpasses me. That's it's always been the goal. In fact, it's a it's it's a true master's dream. When you're yeah. confident in your skills and when you're confident what you've created, you want an environment or an ecosystem where somebody beats you, somebody surpasses you. It's it's like I really feel good about it when that happens. I've seen that with some of my past employees and some skills, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just it's it's amazing. it feels yeah. good that's that's so true thank you so much thank you all right bye bye thank you yeah bye bye well i don't know if uh, it's even possible to transfer your consciousness into a hard drive or uh, create a genetically enhanced body to live long enough to be called immortal i don't believe that immortality means living forever physically what we do while we live has the potential of making us immortal you know it's a funny thing you'll always live on in someone's story it will obviously not be the complete unabridged version of your life that you lived but somewhere you'll have a deep connection with someone and that'll change their life forever that's why i believe in making deeper human connections you know i used to be selfish i'd mind my own business and that didn't really help me grow to be honest you can be immortal but by impacting the life of the people around you or work on something that will have a greater impact on humanity as a whole we've had people who rose to the status of literal gods and that was their immortality think about it you've never met albert einstein or nikola tesla but we all know they were probably the greatest minds to have ever walked on this earth every god that we know or we consider as gods were people who impacted the lives of thousands and thousands of people and rose to the status of an immortal so to end this season all i'd like to say live a life that makes you a fucking immortal that's all for this season guys i'm manasva bhargav and this is the engineer project